This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. Happy Tuesday here on ESPN 690. Kind of back in the swing of things again. Koo's kind of back from that nice long summer break. School is now back in session. Go, go and try it again real quick. You can hear me? I can hear you just fine. Oh, this is great. Loud and clear. What was the malfunction yesterday? The microphone, I think because we didn't use it for an entire week, broke. Okay. I just want to make sure there's no one like doing podcasts in here or something like that. I, Which I is fine. Well, I, I think now like with the coronavirus stuff going yeah. on, like, I don't think other other than us three, I don't yeah. think really well, anybody's allowed in here. That's kind of where I was getting at, right? Because right. like the way I talk on a microphone, not very professional. Like I'm almost eating it. And if you can watch our, uh, you know, if you're watching the view at home from YouTube, Twitch, uh, whatever, Facebook, Twitter, and so on. Well, no longer Mixer. We had Mixer, but now Mixer's completely Mixer's gone. Mixer's gone. Hey, Mixer didn't want to make the money with us, and by that's fine. Way, and that's fine. By the way, I don't want to open a wound for you, but I found well, careful. this. Careful. Careful now. Dude, this was insane. The um, Instagram posted yeah. this. Okay. Yelich's contract, he's made $13 million. Yeah. Ninja, who is, you know, one of the top streamers. Never heard of him. $30 million. Yeah, I mean, well, listen. I mean, do, do you want to take me off so early on in the show? Because that's exactly what you're doing right now. Listen, I, I can sit here and say, is Ninja as talented as Christian Yelich? I mean, could could Christian Yelich play a game of Fortnite and possibly win? I mean, you know, a lot what? of them do. A lot of a lot well, of baseball guys and football guys have been playing video games. And this is my point. Like Christian Yelich is probably a five percent chance that he could probably win a game of Fortnite or a game of Apex Legends. What are the odds? And I've seen Ninja in person. I've, I've seen him. He was on the, what's the show with, like, they're singing? Matt oh, Singer. Matt Singer. Yeah. He was, like, doing the Dougie or whatever and stuff. He was dancing. It was cool. But what are the odds that Ninja could hit a 90-mile-per-hour 90 90 fastball opposite field? Not at all. Probably zero. Close exactly to zero. my point. And what are the odds that Brent Marno can be here on time? I was. I just have some business <laughs> to be taken care of. You, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm, I'm excited you, about it. I got phone calls happening right around showtime, but that's all Exciting right. stuff. See, we just thought that we lost, and this has kind of been the joke on the show lately, when you were gone, uh, we thought we were going to lose you with this whole ESPN, you know, kind of changing the time. We thought I was off to take we, Keyshawn Johnson's spot we, in, like, California We thought California you were going to something. L.A. or something, man, San Francisco, yeah. Well, after two weeks of interviews, I didn't get the gig. Sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Wasn't for a lack of effort, I'm sure, though. Uh, yeah, no, you're not losing, uh, unfortunately for you guys, not losing <laughs> me. We do have some fun stuff going on. I will say that, like, we, I tweeted it out at some point during the last couple of weeks i was like man we've been having a lot of meetings yeah. and not just here on the radio side but tv side as well at little action sports jacks brand and looking forward to football season and we got some fun stuff coming um so and, and now espn making some changes is this officially head coos the, yeah they posted that, that at two o'clock okay. <laughs> okay. well austin just had a heart attack yeah i was uh, like am i about to be in trouble i think they said two o'clock so i figured yeah. it was i just didn't see it and no it's up yeah it's, it's interesting changes the big t- big time changes at espn yeah uh, and it uh, doesn't won't change our show, by the mm-hmm. way, even though some of the hours, at least uh, not yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I know of. We'll but 
some of the hours, like with Kellerman and going like two to four or something like that, so I think you only get an hour of that. We but. have that full lineup of what they did. I adjusted for our show specifically, so yeah. I didn't put – I left that blank okay, on the good. lineup, but that is up on our Instagram and Facebook. Really interesting move. I mean, listen, Golick and uh, Wingo, I think, had a nice run. It was a lot of talk that Wingo was kind of on – didn't love doing the morning stuff along with everything else, um, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe would get out. I didn't see the Golick thing coming, but if you go back to Mike and Mike, I mean, what a run they had. I mean, they will be forever etched in, like, sports radio history, I think, as as a success, you know, and maybe help change the sports radio game. Many others are in that from, mm-hmm. the, you know, the fan up in New York to, to others. But uh, Mike and Mike are a huge success. Yeah. And so kind of trying to piggyback off that once Greenberg went to get up and, and they started shuffling things around. There has been a lot of shuffle at ESPN on the national side. Uh, over the last uh, couple of years. So this will be interesting. I, I think they have some new, fresh faces and fresh voices. And by the way, I'm okay with that, you know, uh, to, to a degree. It's something we tried here yeah. a little bit with the freshness of it. Uh, but I think it will take some time. I think some pe- it will always come with criticism. ESPN gets criticized so much because they're the leader. They're kind of, you know, they, they pave the way. And people don't always like change. So it will come with a lot of criticism. But it'll be interesting to see how it sticks and if they can uh, get some consistency out of it too, so they're not shuffling all the time. Do we know what happened to our boy Fitz? Does he Fitz will go? Uh, I think in the nighttime. So he's nighttime. so far. They really like Fitz. Spain and Fitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll be back oh. to Spain and Fitz. Is that what it is? Yeah. And, uh, and I just realized that he was on with Spain back in the day with Spain and Fitz. Yeah. Probably. That's why they call it that. Yeah. I totally didn't. Okay. I yeah. Didn't so they've got. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard there was some talk about them, at least out of the like the New York papers, who, and they write about this stuff a lot. There was some talk that like Levitard and them would be off, mm-hmm. and they were thinking about it, which is super successful. You don't want to do that one. I mean, listen, I have I'm in no I have no qualification to say how they should run their business, but I'm just saying I think from Dan Levitard's perspective and Stu Gatz, like they're kind of like the alternative of, of ESPN, right? Yeah. And I think they have a, a huge following. If you get rid of those guys, I think there's going to be a lot of outcry. Well, and I don't think they were going to get rid of them. I think they would have somehow kept mm. them, but off the like the main radio waves because they are such an alternative yep. to it. They, they're killing it in the podcast world. Mm-hmm. And so there was some talk that uh, it's almost too far off ESPN's brand of talking sports. Sure. You know, I guess. Yeah. And, and so they decided to stick that one out. We'll see how it goes. But that's a highly popular show across the country. And I think uh, at least at one time had the uh, best podcast in the country. Correct. Or the most listened to. Um, I'm, Rogan probably has passed that by, or maybe he's right up there with yeah, him. I, I don't mean, know. I they're like probably like the same ballpark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, if Stu Gatz ever goes to whatever the Spotify playlist and gets a hundred million dollars, well, there you go. Because that's what Joe Rogan did. We talked about that's that right. a little that's bit. That's right. Yeah. He was able to get a, get away and go there. Hundred million dollars for a podcast, Brent. You well, know? we're working on it. We're, we're getting there. Right now, we're worth about a dollar. <laughs> For sure. And uh, we'll see if it goes uh, anywhere from there. I, I will be interested to see how what they do with all the different platforms You know, ESPN has, too. Because, you know, they put the stuff on TV. So it's not totally different than kind of what we're doing here. We're just putting it on the social media channels a lot more. Sure. Um, and so maybe they'll take a peek at what we're doing down here in Jacksonville. And they say, hey, we should put it on social media channels more, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're copying our blueprint. It is what it is. We're not going to ask anything for it. It's, it's all working. good. Yeah, It's working. So um, hope you're having a good day, everybody, on a Tuesday. It's just going to rain automatically at 1 o'clock in the afternoon all the time. When did the shift happen? I need to talk to Borish. I was asking Steph this, okay? Yeah. Because here's what's annoying to me. Like Florida, when you grow up and you come and visit and everybody's like, hey, it's going to rain for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. in the afternoon, like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it cools down a little bit or it gets super steamy right after. Right after humid. Yep. You know, that's how you grow up with Florida. Like if you're not from here. 
Like, okay, you know it's raining in the afternoon. Well, somewhere along the way since I've lived here, the 3.30 storm to 4 o'clock or whatever time has shifted to 12.30 to 1 o'clock. <laughs> Which well, is perfect but, when I have to leave to the, come here. Oh, by the way, that's like around the 15th hole, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's like, why do we have to do that? Like, we got to get, can we, has something changed in the atmosphere that now we're... Hit up your boy, man. Hit up Mike Burrish. I got to check with Burrish on this, but over the last few years, I swear that that line has shifted from yeah. 3 to 4 o'clock to like 1231 130 yeah, time yeah. frame. He realizes he can hold out for more money. Today. He's like, "Yo, you want it? You want it later? Throw me a buck 50." <laughs> he has that kind of power, absolutely. And actually seems to last a lot longer too. I mean, it might be coming back uh, later today, so. Yeah. It's not your 20-minute showers. No, I mean, you know, it, it is Florida and weather is going to weather. I'll tell you what, when I was back home in Wisconsin, didn't want I mean, I mean, all due respect to you guys in the show. It's fantastic. How nice was it? Didn't didn't want to come back here though. Yeah. Okay. Didn't want to come back to Florida. Didn't want to get off the plane and kind of have a little problems breathing because the humidity. Not because of COVID nineteen, but because of the humidity. Um, Brent, I'm I'm talking. It's the Midwest in July, man. I'm, You're talking, I'm talking like upper fifties at night. No, uh, yeah. If uh, at night, I mean, I'm, I'm talking eighty five degrees during the day. No humidity. Nice little cool gust of breeze, and then at night gets down about fifty. You know, sweatshirt. Bonfire, say no more. Fans. So what you're awesome. saying is you don't like it to be 110 and you sweat looking at the window. What I'm saying is when it's 10 o'clock at night and Brent invites me to his house for his outdoor fire pit, I'm not going to take part because <laughs> I'm going to be sweating my you-know-what Unless we move to Wisconsin. Unless we move to Wisconsin. Rhode Rhode yeah. You know, we used to go in the summer when we go up to Rhode Island or uh, some, we went to this place, uh, uh, this little camp area up in uh, New York mm-hmm. uh, for a couple summers, and it would be like low 70s mm-hmm. in the day. And seriously, low 70, because I've got some Facebook memories that said like 73 degrees or something in July or yeah. June. And the kids would have sweatshirts on. They'd be cold. <laughs> be cold. I love it. Yeah. Like, the just seven, like, what is this? For oh, sure. yeah. Just soft. Well, and here's the crazy thing, too. Like, we haven't really talked about this yet. But think about how much it's going to suck being a rookie this year for the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Because you have, you know, you have the rookie mini camp. You have the OTAs. You put the pads on for the first time. You take a step outside, and yes, you're drenched in sweat, but at least you're acclimated to it. You mean to tell me that this rookie class, probably the biggest rookie class in Jaguars history, is going to step outside for their first time during training camp, and you think it's going to be all, and check the numbers, hunky-dory? There's no way, man. Like It takes time to get adjusted to this, and I say it all the time. Especially in the first couple games of the season, if they're in Jacksonville, it is an advantage, even though you don't think that. Yeah, I I think that's a great point and how they're going to react to it and how they're going to adjust to it yeah. and just are they in shape. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Okay, mm-hmm. We're going to talk four preseason games, down to two preseason games, down to none. Mm-hmm. And I think J.C. Treader is the president of the NFLPA mm-hmm. right now. New, I don't I, Honestly, I don't even know the guy very well. I mean, from a, is he a center? I right. I never got an email regarding who he was for that FLPA. So I don't know oh, who he is. Well, he's president of the PA. He yeah. got voted in like this past year. Hey, next and, time drop me an email. Let me know who you are, bud. And, and an important time, by the way. Yeah. Because of the CBA stuff that was going on. But now also this. I mean, they, this this has been a, a big-time position over <laughs> yeah. the last few months. So for what's sure. going on? Well, he. I thought he brought up some pretty good points, some mm. valid points about not playing any preseason games. So is that where they should head? Does it make sense? And is there enough? evidence based off your 2011 lockout and what happened after that to say, wait a minute, what are we doing here? Let's make sure we really have 16 games. Let's make sure we have a postseason. Let's make sure we have a Super Bowl. 
You know, let's make sure we have those things. Let's not worry about the front end of this thing. Let's worry about the long term and the back end of this thing. I want to start there. We've got some thoughts on the Washington Redskins name change. What else could it be? You know, what else will it be? Yeah, yeah. You know, where do you go? Is this the perfect time, by the way, for the Redskins to change their name? I have a thought on why I think it could be uh, that has to do with their fan base more than anything else. Not really the times, but their fan base. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit uh, today as well. Some more controversy. Players, you know, they have a voice. People are listening. They're saying things. (laughs) Well, when you say the wrong things, they're listening too, by the way. There's not just a pass. Mm -hmm. And Deshaun Jackson, the Philadelphia Eagles, the NFL, feeling a little bit of that. And that's a trendy topic. Uh, And what do you think about the ESPN changes on on the radio side? Uh, Are you looking forward to it? Do you, you like a little something different? We're not going anywhere. Sorry about that. Action Sports Shacks on <laughs> the ESPN 690, 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. And we roll on right after this here on a Tuesday. What's interesting to me is that, you know, it's the, it's the second that the big corporations start to put their names behind it. Um, what's interesting, especially interesting, is that FedEx, when they come out and say that we've been in touch uh, with the Redskins and essentially want to see the name change, uh, it's important to keep in mind that that Frederick Smith, the CEO of FedEx, is a minority owner of the Redskins. So it's not like as simple as saying that the namesake of the stadium wants to see the name changed. It's one of the owners. That's Jeff Darlington from ESPN talking about a topic that's been pretty hot over the last week when it comes to the Washington Redskins for the most part. But also the Cleveland Indians are in this conversation as well. And you do wonder if others will be. Uh, You know, at times the Atlanta Braves... Uh, from from that all the way to you know even college teams like mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Seminoles. It, it again every team every organization has its own story has support or protest against and has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the Redskins though have been the most prominent. I yeah. mean they're one of the most prominent organizations in sports. Now they've been somewhat irrelevant as of late because quite frankly they've been awful and. It's happening, right? I mean, the Redskins put out a statement last week uh, and said, hey, we're looking at this. And when you're reviewing it, guess what's coming? Mm-hmm. Change is coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one that's interesting to me, Austin, because, you know, we have Black Lives Matter movement right now yeah. uh, over these last few months has been so strong and affects and impacts it seemingly so many people. Correct. Right. And not to say that uh, there are not a lot of uh, Native Americans. And, of course, part of the history of our country in a big, big time way. But I just don't know if it's top of mind all the time. Mm -hmm. So the Redskins protest, the Redskins angst over their their nickname has kind of come and gone, you know, at at times. It's it's not like this wave. Well, see, yeah. Here's the thing, though, Brent, about that, right? Like, there's been a group of Native Americans out there who have always despised that name, yes. right? And and, the, and that and that term is considered a slur, right? And you're right. Right now, the Black Lives Movement, everything, we're, we're bringing everything to, to light. And I think we talked about it, you know, two or three weeks ago about maybe eventually we'll see the Redskins change their name. Well, I think it's happened then... You know, you or I, um, faster than we've anticipated, and which is great. You know, it's great to get those that conversation going and that dialogue going. But it just makes you wonder. For and listen, and, and we can pick and choose what we want to believe in, and we can pick and choose what we want to fight for. But this name in Washington, it's always been there, and it's been there for a long time. And people 
a, a group of people have felt offended by it. A, a group of people hear that name and it's like, you know, it cuts them down. And to be fair, I don't think a lot of people have come to to the, those you know to the Native Americans' defense. I don't think a lot of people have come and said, you know what, we're with you, we we, we stand with you. I've never heard really any, any like NFL players speak out about that. You know, like I've heard NFL speak NFL players speak out about Drew Brees, but I haven't heard NFL players speak out about you know the Washington Redskins. And once again, I'm not I'm not trying to pick sides here. I'm not saying well this is right, this is right. No, I'm just saying that this is should have been a topic for a long time. And I guess I'm finally thankful that it's coming to light, even though it's probably a long time coming. And I guess, yeah, I'm not even throwing an opinion on this. This just that's what I'm just presenting. Yeah, it's, it's not always top of mind. It's okay, not yeah. always got the the support, uh, the angst, the back and forth, the come on with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as now the Black Lives Matter movement certainly has in the last few months. But again, there have been periods of time throughout really the last half a century and even more so mm-hmm. going back to civil rights acts and, and Martin Luther King to uh, Rodney King to Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. to the last few months. Mm-hmm. Right. It just doesn't feel like the Redskins name change or other sports teams names change have had that much uh, discussion over over the years. Well, here we are. And it takes what just what Jeff Darlington said, big dollars to make the impact. Yeah. You know, it shows you the power of not only big money, but big companies, mm-hmm. you know, big supporters, sponsors and said, hey, they, they're the ones that started this from FedEx to Pepsi to others said, hey, it's time to make a change. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's the motivation here. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Snyder's not moving on this because, well, this is the time well, it could have been the time the last five years. Mm-hmm. What's interesting to me is. And I don't know the Redskins fan base uh, in and out. OK, I. I I've been up there for games. It's a good fan base. It has been. Obviously, it's a rich tradition uh, from, you know, Joe Gibbs to Doug Williams to, you know, beyond, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Hogs, Joe Theismann. I mean, they got a great history, rich history. Yeah. And part of that history, you know, you feel it when you go to NFC East venues. Mm-hmm. I'll say if you go to Dallas, you feel the history. If you go to the Giants, you feel the history. You see it with tailgaters out at like seven in the morning. Seriously, it's yeah. different. If you go to Washington, you feel it, even though they stink the last handful to 10 years. It's a super passionate fan base. You can, you know, you know, with the stadium and kind of how it sets and it goes like parking lot to parking lot to parking lot, like Mm. down a road. And it's got rows of buses of people and tailgaters. I mean, it's a strong fan base. Well, at least from what I can gather, if you started looking at the stands over the last few years and the disdain for Snyder and what the Redskins were doing, Mm -hmm. There was a lot of talk that they had lost a lot of their fan base. Not completely lost, but the fan base had kind of been, I've had enough of this. I ain't coming back until you change it. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's not the way it is in Philly and New York and Dallas. They stick through those times. Oh, through the good times and the bad times. Well, the Redskins had had stuck through enough bad times and said, you know what? It's time to change. We ain't coming to the games anymore. You know, and there was there were articles written and, and people said, hey, they've lost their fan back. They're losing season ticket members. They're, they're losing folks that have supported the franchise for a long time. Mm-hmm. So my point to, to it is like you're those are the people I think that are going to be most forceful that have supported the franchise for decades and decades and decades and know the Washington Redskins as the Redskins football team. And that's our nickname. And we don't think it's uh controversial or offensive mm-hmm. those are the people that are going to fight to try to keep it well those people aren't fighting for anything for washington redskins right now because they want to see more winning football Correct. you know and i'm not saying across the board but you get my point yeah so along with everything else that's going on 
in our world where we're seeing a lot of changes. We're seeing time to give this stuff thought because more people have time to give it thought and and spark change mm-hmm. on a lot of different levels of, of a lot of different things. So it might be the right time for that. But for Washington in general, I almost wonder if it's a great time to try to change because, heck, their fan base is like, we don't care what you do except win. Sure. Well, you start winning and putting a good well, product out there. You get my point? And that's the thing about professional sports, Brent. I think that's the thing about collegiate sports as well. You know, whether you agree with changing the Gator bait, uh, bait chant, whether you agree with, you know, changing the stadium at Florida State, regardless of what you think about that, to, to being a fan, the most important thing should be winning and losing, right? It's hoisting those championships. It's going around and telling your friends that your team won and your team lost. And now I'm excited. You know, like, that's what sports should be. And if you're a Washington Redskins fan right now, you should be more concerned about, man, how do we get back to the glory days? How do we get back to going to the playoffs, man? It seems like RG3, that was a, a hundred years ago when he, you know, almost tore his leg off for Mike Shanahan. Like, how do we get back to the glory of Washington football? How do we do that? Now, once again, getting back to, well, you know, should Florida State change their stadium? Should Florida change the Gator? I mean, there's there's arguments on both sides. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I'm 100% on this side and other side is wrong. No, I'm not going to say that because, once again, tradition and everything like that, I can see both sides. But to me, the Washington Redskins name, it's non-negotiable, okay? Because it's a, it's technically a slur. You know, and if that's the case, and I get it, we always talk about, Brent, the times are changing. Well, the times should have changed on this name a long time ago. Okay, now, it just so happened that a lot of things have transpired the past couple months that have got us here right now. And you know what? So be it. But I'm just saying in terms of if you're if you're a Washington fan, I don't think you're too worried about the name changing. Now, there's going to be. A small percentage of people out there, I think, that, you know, grew up with the tradition. How are you going to change tradition? It's always like that. But at the end of the day, man, whether it's in nature, whether it's in society, you either learn to adapt or you get left behind. It's as simple as that. Well, I I think there's probably more than maybe you're even saying that will be uh, against the name change. Again, more so from a traditional standpoint than it is about the actual name. You know, I think that's just what they're used to when people don't like change. I'll give you a little example of this on a totally different level. And I'm always reminded of it with the Chicago Cubs. So we're at like the NFL draft a few years back when it was in Chicago. Mm -hmm. This was prior to them winning the World Series. And but keep in mind now, the draft's in like April. Heck, it might have been the year that nah, – now it would have been maybe like this, the year prior to them winning. And we we get these seats on like – oh, my gosh, it was freezing out. And we just go buy seats. and But we end up coming back down because there's not a ton of people there. It's a, it's a late April oh, yeah, yeah. night, and yeah. it's windy, and it's cold in yep. Chicago. But we're like, we're going to Wrigley Field. Yeah. And so we go to Wrigley Field. But since they had put the, the new like – um, I think they elevated the grandstands and kind of hit. Remember, you could see uh, the game in the, the park from, from the apartments yep. out and right. And they changed something to that. They put like a video board up. Correct. They were changing all these things, you know, and, and kind of getting away from some of the Wrigley that was Wrigley, you know. Oh, I mean, trust me, like 10 years ago, it was the, it was the old school ballpark. It was just the, it was the organ playing. There was zero scoreboards. Everything was That's done right. by hand. Yeah, Everything absolutely. done by hand. All that yeah. stuff. So yeah. some of that was changing. Mm-hmm. And so we it was really a kind of cool thing. We end up sitting in front of a guy, and again, there's not many people in the rows, and he's a we, – we introduce – we start talking to him a little bit, and he his family is like a third-generation season ticket holder of the Cubs. Okay. And his family, like, lives 
seriously two blocks from the stadium. And so he's had season tickets to the Cubs forever. And so we're talking about some of the changes going on. And he's like, yeah, I don't like it at all. I mean, you know, of course, why? Because, well, he grew up a Cubs fan the way it was. He don't want to see that change. Of course. That's, that's Wrigley Field, man. Don't mm. touch Wrigley Field. So you get that. Well, he also, <laughs> he also is like, you know what? I don't care how many jumbotrons, whatever they put in, if these blankety blanks <laughs> would just win a World Series. You know? yeah. And it was just yeah. so like, oh, it, you can do whatever that's the, the heck you want, of but just sports. win, man. We've been waiting forever to win. Correct. Now, listen, the Redskins, it hadn't been 100 years since they win. But yeah. that's kind of my point, yeah. right? How much would you put up for in Jacksonville? Even some things that you might disagree with. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever it is, uh, people disagree with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But how much would you be like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Just give me a Super Bowl. Of course. Right? Without a doubt. We kind of have fun with those kind of topics sometimes. Yeah. But I think that's my point to, like, the Redskins thing. It's yeah. like, you know, this is a time where should it change? Probably should change a while ago, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people would say that. Is this the time to do it? Yeah, it might be the time to do it. But I'm talking from the fan perspective side. Yeah. I'm like, even if they're against it, I think what they're in now doing is saying, you know what? Change our name to the tiddlywinks. Win a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, win games. Make this fun again. Exactly. That's what we want. And listen, if if you're kind of in my age range right now, you're listening to the show, if you're in your 30s or 40s, and let's just fast forward the clocks a little bit. And let's say that one day you're sitting on the porch with you with your grandkids, you know, and it's like, Grandpa, tell us about the old days of Jacksonville Jaguars football. You're not necessarily going to go to the Jalen Ramsey era right away. You're not going to go to the, you know, the, the, the dual colored helmets right away. You're not going to go to, you know, playing two games in London even. What you're going to go to is did you win or did you lose? You know, the, the, that's the biggest thing is, yeah. did you win championships? Did you go to the playoffs? Man, I remember 2017. Man, we went to the AFC championship game. We were so close to winning it. Miles Jack wasn't down. Those are the things that you bring up first because that's the joy of being a fan of either a collegiate, any, I mean, high school, name your, pick your poison here. But even professional football where it's like, yes, the, the, the name can be important and the tradition can be important. But at the end of the day, it comes down to whether you win or lose. Jacksonville Jaguar fans right now, they would... You know, they would trade the coolest jerseys in the world or whatever, the coolest slogan in the world that they could go to the Super Bowl. They would trade a lot of things for that. So that's what should matter, Brent. And once again, I understand because, you know, the Jaguars, you know, in totality are a newer team than, you know, the Washington yeah. Washington team is. But at the end of the day, man, I'm sure every Washington fan just wants to win a Super Bowl just like everybody else does. Yeah, and, and, and that's the most important and by part. Way, I'm not saying just a Super Bowl, just kind of be relevant again. Correct. Like the Washington Redskins are irrelevant as a franchise. Mm-hmm. They really are. Now they hope Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio and guy and Dwayne Haskins yeah. bring them back, but they're irrelevant, man. I mean, they, they they are they have been really nothing outside of a moment here or there of Kirk Cousins and since RG three. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's yeah. been the last time. A little Adrian, it's a sprinkle a little Adrian Peterson on there, and that's about yeah. it. But it's not yeah. even that big. So. Uh, so here you go. There's odds, you know, about what they would change their name to. Hit me with it. I like it. Why is the Red Tails so popular? Where that? I know Dwayne Haskins actually said something yeah. about that. Yeah. But uh, that's plus 200 odds. Presidents is plus 300. They're going to really call them the Washington Presidents? Really? <sighs> I, so the, I like the red, red tails, tails is supposed to be for the Tuskegee uh, Airmen. Airmen. Yeah. Okay. It's an homage to that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that's why. So, but now here's the thing: though. did it? Ta- did they? Their formation wasn't in Washington, though, was it? Is it just? I don't know. I don't uh, know I if he just, just said it, but anyway, red, okay, whatever. This uh, at least what I'm seeing, I think it's Odd Shark mm-hmm. uh, that I'm looking at. Red Tails is plus two hundred. Presidents plus three hundred. I can't imagine they'll be presidents. Yeah. Generals. 
I don't know if you want to be the Washington Generals because everybody associates <laughs> the a home Globetrotters with the home Globetrotters beating them every single time. Don't you, you, you don't want to be them, no. The Memorials? Doesn't seem like a nickname. Yeah. Uh, is anybody the Memorials? Never heard of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't understand why they, they just couldn't go with, like, the Capitals. And, I mean, I know there's well, already hockey, a team in hockey, hockey, but why not in football? Yeah, it's, you can't. I just don't think you can do that. Yeah, you got be the very Cardinals confusing. in both. But it's not the same city, though. Yeah, it's no, not, I know, but I think it would be hard. I don't think you can do it. Uh, the Lincolns, the Americans, the Capitals are on here, by the way. Uh, the veterans, Kings, Roosevelts, Monuments, Red Hawks, the Washington Renegades. Roosevelt. Heck, I, the Renegades sounds a little USFL-ish to me. I was going to say it sounds like a little Ren- XFL to me, Renegades right? Renegades is also well, was, a thing that that's, XFL team? that's a big TikTok trend right now, too. So Jeffersons, that- Arlingtons. Brent just cut you off. It's fine. Hogs. I like the Hogs, man. Hogs makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? Oh, the Hogs. I mean, can you imagine the Hogs of War? Then you can go. I mean, maybe you know, we're not going to go there, but Hogs of War would be cool. Yeah, man, I like the Hogs. Hogs would be kind of cool. They're, in a day and age where, where like the Jumbo Shrimp, I know it's minor league baseball, it's a little bit different of a game, yeah. but where you, like, you, you, the branding is big, right? Mm-hmm. The importance of that. Well, the Hogs already have a brand with Washington, and you could really do some cool things with the logo with the Hogs, probably, right? Well, here's the thing, though, Brent, and this is the million-dollar question. Do you go Hogs, H-O-G-S, or do you go H-A-W-G-S? The Hogs or the Hogs? I think they would go H-O-G-S. Okay. Well, my, and, and part of that is, like, uh, I don't think, like, there's not really an accent in Washington, is there? Like in that part of the country? Oh, probably not. You know what I mean? No, no, no. So like if kind of if it catered more to like what it sounds like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like they might have actually spelled like if the Jaguars were from like North Dakota, they might have spelled them J A G W A R S or something. Yeah. Or W I R E S. The Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. But the uh I don't think you'd do it in uh I think this would be just the hogs. I got you. The snowflakes are plus fifty thousand. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Of course they are. Uh but anyway, I don't I, I guess red tails, to be honest with you, outside of the hogs, the red tails Well I it, think I would vote for too. Uh, I like the red tails a lot. Somebody it's hard actually, to come up with nicknames that people don't have anymore. Unless you sure. just go off the radar, which is my, what minor league baseball has done. Well, and someone, the reason why it's kind of taken off right now is because, like, there's some mock, um, you know, like, uniforms, I guess, that someone has made, and, like, all the players are retweeting them. So, here, kind of check out what you think about these here, Brent. I'm not mad at it, you know, like, the logo and everything. And plus, like, it's, you got to keep in mind, for branding purposes, like, you're still keeping your colors. You know, I mean, you're, you're still keeping yeah, the colors yeah. of, of the original name, and now you just, you know, you change it to Red Tails. But, like, I think you can do a lot of stuff with that. Yeah. So I'm, no. I'm not mad at it. I'm okay with it. Uh, I think it's happening. I, as some people think it will happen before the uh, 2020 season wow. uh, even gets going. I'm not sure it will happen that quickly. Just think about, you know, when, when things like this happen, even sponsorship stuff happens or you change. Think about how many logos change. Like, I would like to know when the Jags changed their logo, right, a few years back. Yeah. Like, how much stuff – we still see the old one. <laughs> how much had to change around town and how much – did it cost? I'm always fascinated well, with the cost. Like, you'll never really know. But how much would it cost to change everything? Well, and I'm not talking about just taking, like, uh, Jalen Ramsey off the, the, the big banner <laughs> at, at the stadium. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm talking about everywhere in town. For sure. The Jaguars logo change. Uh, you know, and now even the shrimp had to do that. But I wouldn't say the shrimp logo was everywhere in town as prominent as the Jaguars so you was. You think about even 
just from a really, really small scale. Like if we were to change the ESPN 690 logo, yeah. think about how many uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the stream, the hats we had made, the, the polos. Like We're talking eight things, Brent. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. And we're well, like super – we're not, I mean, You're we right. don't have it everywhere. But we actually already did it because, like, our yeah. Action Sports Chats yeah. logo changed from, like, the it has a black logo to the white logo. And I still see that black logo popping up all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I still use the, uh, <laughs> That's kind of crazy, the cartoon. The cartoon we have of you guys still has the still old has one. The and arm, I use so. it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just, we have an alternate. <laughs> the alternative logo. one, yeah, for, 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 all, for all aesthetics, <laughs> if you will. Uh, Kuz brought up a good point before we go to break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kuz, you want to share the story? Uh, is it the, ba- is it the bathroom you? story? <laughs> I'm stealing this one, Coos, from you. You can do this on WAPE tonight too, In but I like daylight. this. One. So give us the give us the story. All right, boss so, man calls you. Well, yeah. So the boss man calls because of the changes happening, and we're talking about how we want to, you know, cover the announcement on social media and what we want to do. And so I told him to call me whenever because uh, I was I was just actually just grilling up some chicken uh, before I came in. So um, I ran to the bathroom and he started calling me. And I was like, well, no way, I'm picking this up. I'll let it go to voicemail, and then I'll call him back. And I called him back immediately. Um, And so then he jokingly was like, that's a power move, letting it go to voicemail and calling me back. And I was like, right, but I'm I'm not going to pick up the phone with my boss uh, while I'm in the bathroom. That's weird. Um, Like, I would would actually, if a friend called, I'd be more willing to pick it up than, than if it was a boss. But I put that out on social media, and so far, most people are saying, no, you pick up the call, it's okay. Oh, no, it's not okay. It's weird, right? That? Give me some names right now. We're getting rid of those people. I mean, unless they're listening to the show, then yeah, by all means, keep listening. Listen, it's just a, it's a common courtesy. Like if there's somebody else in the bathroom, and you're like, you're on the phone. It's not, it's not very courteous. That's awkward. Well, I think he was at his own house. Oh, you're your own house? Yeah, I was at home. Oh yeah, then you're fine. I thought you were here. No, no, no. But but I even s- uh... I still don't pick up the phone on the. Oh yeah, then you're fine. I mean, okay. Let me think about this real quick before, because it could <laughs> It's not like I haven't before, but there's a big echo in uh, there. I'm just right, it's a, it's just going to say this. They will know where, what room you are in because of the echo well, on the call. All I'm going to say is this. If there is some audio from you going to the bathroom, let's just say it like that, then absolutely not. You don't get on the phone. But if there's no noise and there's a little echo, then I think you're fine. But you, you have to be mindful of the noises that you could possibly produce. I'm trying to say that in the nicest way possible and not get in trouble on our show, but you get what I'm talking about. As long as you can do that, then I think you can be on the phone then. I thought you were in the building, Coos. No, I was um, at home. Well, and by, and that's another part of it. I mean, yeah. some people probably have no shame, say, in the building. Oh. I, I don't think you can do it. Yeah. I'm not going to point anybody out, but it's happened to me before here when I've been going to the bathroom and someone came in on a business call. I'm like, all right, sounds good, man. Just finish that call. Yeah, just finish that call. I'm no, no good big luck. deal. Hope you made the sale. Well, then, Brent, what do you think? So you don't think if you're in the bathroom, no? Well, I, I agree with uh, Coos a little bit, too. Yeah. I'm like, if it's my buddy... Pat, like I talk to all the time. Yeah. Yeah, fine. I'll be taking a pee when I'm talking to him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it's like somebody from work or somebody business-wise or somebody that I'm not that comfortable with. Yeah. Like I'll, that comfortable with. I'll take it even. <laughs> I probably would not answer. I I'll take you. it even to another level. Like if I'm if I'm playing video games, like, you know, you wear a headset so you can talk to people. I'm taking the headset off and muting it and leaving it in the other room when I go to the bathroom. Like, because that's weird. I don't want people to, like... Either be talking to me or hear me. Be yeah. honest right now. If Brett Martineau called you at home, seven o'clock on a weekday, and you're and you're playing video games, 
Do you let it go to voicemail? Or oh, do you, for sure, voicemail. Oh, oh, wow, Brent. You hear that? That's why I that? probably called Coos three times in my life. <laughs> because, because at that point, I'm like, oh, if it's really important, he'll text me. This and is I why can, people yeah. text. I guess so. Right, yeah. Right. But I feel like a phone call is like urgent, obviously, because Brent doesn't well, yeah, really call I'll probably that think something crazy has gone on. Yeah. Not pick up. But I won't double tap it to make it to go to voicemail early. Like, I'll make it look like I actually missed the call. And then I'll send a text, say, hey, sorry, what's up? And then see where we're at. There we go. There There's a go. method to your madness. Yeah, yep. I don't put that much thought into it. If you set me right to voicemail, like I don't think about it. Oh, I'm so, I'm so disrespected. Like, I, I am really? so oh, yeah. disrespected. Oh. If it rings twice and goes, I'm like, oh, you oh. just hung up. Because, really? because that means like the battery's not dead. Mentally the the, the battery's not dead. So you, you saw me call. So and, soft. And you have it in your mind and said, you know what? Not right now. Quick. At least just, yeah. hey, listen, if I call you, let it go to voicemail. Don't just hit... You know, ignore. one click stops your phone from either making it. noise or vibrating, and then just let it go to voicemail. Well, I apologize to everybody I've done that to. But so disrespectful. I didn't mean anything by it. So disrespectful. And by it's the way, like anybody I've done that to, and you're offended by it, you are mentally weak and soft, <laughs> just like these two are. I can't wait till you call me next time. Well, I, hey, I'm wanting to talk. I have Dana wait for your ringtone, so I guess I'm the most disrespectful. <laughs> I have, uh, I have another like. Um, common courtesy thing i'm not sure how to put this in like I, I don't know i did something last night in the neighborhood and i'm not sure you're supposed to do did you meet your neighbors finally well, are you letting that. off more no. fireworks no nah, i didn't do that either but i i, I want to check with you guys and see if this is a thing or not but then we'll also talk some sports as well two games four games no games what do you think happens in the preseason what should happen the latest from the nflpa president on espn 690 when we think about the future of the NFL with people like Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and some of these great young players, uh, we like to tease around the office Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't fit into that 27 because he's 28. But this is, this is the future of our league, not just with quarterbacks, with great young players at every position. We're, we're happy to have him as a Kansas City Chief and happy to have him here in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Sometimes Roger Goodell sounds like he's like, Having a cocktail party. <laughs> like, it's good to have Patrick Mahomes at the house tonight over at the cocktail party from 6 to 8. <laughs> it's like, doesn't it sound like that? Oh, yeah, it man. <laughs> Absolutely. Playing cards against humanity at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, Just so, it's so bizarre. The tone of it so bizarre. But interestingly enough, Koos found that from uh, back of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and very uh, spot on for today after Patrick Mahomes signs that big deal. Just amazing uh, the, the contract, which, by the way, ballooned really more. Details came out up around $500 million. Uh, yeah. There are, there's language in those contracts that I've never even heard of the kind of language. Mm-hmm. You know, the mechanisms, guarantee mechanisms or something like that. Uh, I, I think that's the fun of it. See, I think people – I tried to do this in my contract one time. Uh, I tried to put – I don't even know if it was here. I don't think it was here, actually. It was back in Albany. And, you know, by the way, uh, my contract, not uh, – not anything like Patrick Mahomes. Not quite, huh? Um, Missed it by that much. But I tried to do something like, let's just say, say it was thirty thousand dollars, right? Okay. I was like, which means I, it's about one hundred twenty thousand. Okay, yeah. go on. Let's just say I tried to do thirty thousand three hundred and thirty-three, yeah. and they're like, why? I was like, Larry Bird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Did they agree to it? No, they didn't. Oh, they didn't. They wouldn't do it. Like, why wouldn't you do that? 
<laughs> Good for them. I think they like round the Jordan numbers. Fans. No, no, go ahead and take zero two three. How does that sound? Why wouldn't you yeah. do that? Go ahead and take twenty three instead. How does that sound for everybody? So, but I, I, I think those things are fun. Like, and and I looked at uh, some of the stuff that came out on Mahomes' contract. I was like, that looks like a fun. Like they almost had fun doing this deal. Yeah. You know, so obviously it's crazy money. You know, you're you're setting. Uh, the new standard, mm-hmm. you know, historical contract. Yes, it is, but it might be for ten minutes because it seems like these contracts change all the time. Now, this one might set the market in pro sports for a while. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else is coming up and is going to make over five hundred million dollars in the next little bit. Yeah. So, but my point being is like they'll go back someday and they'll do a thirty for thirty on Mahomes' contract, mm-hmm. and you'll see the ins and outs and how it all came together. I don't know if I'm just a geek on that stuff or I find it. I think that's fun. I, I think the creative ways like this guaranteed mechanism thing that we had never really heard of. And maybe it's a thing, but we never really heard of it. Yep. I think that stuff's fun in these contracts, especially one of historical proportions. Let me ask you this. You get that much money, Brent. What's the first thing that you're doing with it? Getting a haircut. <laughs> no, man. Keep it going now. You're, you're that Bradley Cooper, a star is born status. Keep it going. Uh, speaking of haircut, by the way, a yeah. quick little story. Yeah. I get uh, I'm on TV Sunday night, yeah, and uh, I get off TV mm-hmm. at six. You know, I'm on for like two minutes, right? Two minutes, six fifty four to six fifty six. Sure. And I get off, and I have an email from this nice lady, and all it says is, "Brent, what has he done to his hair? Yes. Looks awful." Oh wow! <laughs> hey, lady, there's bets on the line. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. So are you guys going to go? I mean, no one's budging right now, right? Nobody's budging. Uh, hey, but, so I would buy just, the other guy. I'd buy George Washington a haircut, I'm too. Just, I'm just saying, though, you're still winning. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. Hey, <laughs> Thank you. You're winning. That's Sorry, Marie. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, I don't know, man. I do not know. I, people say that all the time. Like, yeah. What would you do if you win the lottery? I've always said this. about. I'd like to think I'd still work. Yep. Uh, those last two weeks were off. were pretty nice, though. I, but I do say this. like I want to work. And I want to buy that building across the street and make it into the best sports department TV and radio has ever seen. I like it. <laughs> like, well, build this my own yeah. sports party over there. So here's the thing. We don't have enough time for it right now, but... We do it on the other side. My third year in Jacksonville, when I was in the training room, me, Rod, and Justin Bland, who were some of the, the physical yeah. trainers in there, we uh, we made a list of things. If I got my second contract, what were we going to do with it? I had like four or five things written I want to hear them. And then all of a sudden, Gus Bradley came in, and all of a sudden, the defense didn't work for me anymore. I went to Kansas City, so I never got my second contract. But we had plans, man. We had schemes to... To do some stuff. I love my man Gus, but this is perfect to be able to say. Some would say it didn't work for Gus and the Jags either. <laughs> hey, it's all um, good though, man. It's all love. <laughs> At least here in Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we come back, uh, what you would buy with that contract? Uh, I want to hear it. Yeah. Or, or at least even a tenth of that contract. Yep. And uh, we will get to the preseason. Uh, do you really need games in the preseason? Some of the players don't think so. Next on ESPN 690. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.